efficient as it should be. We will evaluate your business and provide solutions you will benefit from. We will coach you through each step of the process from start to finish. Contact us today, Parker Mellinger, focusing on where you're going, not where you've been. You deserve to hear better and live well. Hi, this is Elizabeth. And JT Kraft from Evia Hearing and Sound. With recent developments in over-the-counter hearing aids, we want to make sure you are cared for and have the information you deserve. FDA-approved OTCs are designed for adults with mild to moderate hearing loss. But how do you know if you fall into this range? We understand and can accommodate your desire to purchase a simple solution, but want you to know how important provider care is for your outcome. Where will you go if something fails? Can you adjust your devices if your hearing loss changes? We have amplified hearing protection and basic OTC devices starting at $399, but we also fit prescriptive hearing aids tailored to your loss, which may ultimately serve you best, and that is our goal. Funding and financing options are available. Visit us at 1273 Coffin Avenue, online at ebahearing.com, check our ad in the Country Bounty, or call 674-8920. That's 674-8920. Did you know the Country Bounty is online at ShedAmedia.com? That's right. You always have access to the Country Bounty. The print version of the Bounty is still delivered to homes and businesses in Sheridan County and Buffalo. But you can also view it from your phone, tablet, or computer simply by going to ShedAmedia.com or CountryBounty.com. You'll be able to scroll through the entire publication. Click on inserts and more. Try it out. ShedAmedia.com or CountryBounty.com. It's in the palm of your hand, the Country Bounty. Once again, the Wild Theater brings Western matinees back to the big screen. 2 p.m., the Wild features a hand-picked classic Western with a celebrity host. This Sunday, we have the final classic Western hosted by Aaron Linden. It's Dodge City, starring Errol Flynn. The Civil War is over. Armies disbanded. The building of the West begins, and in 1872, the city of Dodge City is ruled by violence and shootings, only made worse by the railroad coming to town. The dispute between the future and the past plays out in an epic race between the train and the stagecoach. Dodge City features one of the greatest saloon fights in any Western movie. A new sheriff's in town, and all that wahooing is ordered to halt. Classic Western, sponsored by Jeff Ware and Carmel Timmons, Jim and Angie Navarro, the Neal Ranch, Letterbuck Car Wash, Christine Gemp Love Foundation, Truebilt Builder, Mickey and Kathy McNichol, Vacutech, Gene and Vicki Sterling, and John and Helen Hisley Family Foundation. First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, Sheridan Speedway, Sheridan Motorsports Association is receiving these funds per random drawing. Could your organization be next? We're giving $1,000 to a qualified nonprofit organization every week. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment, member FDIC. This is Public Pulse, your information and conversation program, brought to you by First Federal Bank and Trust. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Floyd Whitey. Good morning and welcome to Public Pulse. Now... I don't know if you saw it, folks, but I watched this morning as the famous Punxsutawney Phil predicted six more weeks of winter. I hope your wood piles are still pretty hefty. Uh, the roads are still very slick. I've had some squirrely drives back and forth, so please be safe. 
and obey those posted speed limits. Uh, I've noticed a lot of people kind of taking the chances and going a little fast for me. Um, they just must have better tires than the rest of us. So just take your time. Uh, make sure you got plenty of time to get where you're going. With me this morning is the executive director of the Sheridan County YMCA, Liz Cassidy. Good morning, Liz. Thank you for being here. Good morning. I'm it, glad to be here. It's been like two months since you and I got to see each other. I was on vacation last time you were on the That's show. That's right. How are things going? How was uh, your Christmas? How was your holidays? Gosh. Yeah, Christmas you got to really look back on it, right? time ago. <laughs> yeah. Things are good, you know. Good. Uh, we're We've been joking. We're kind of in the eye of the storm at the Y because it's New Year's resolutions and construction and opening new parts of the building. And and it's just been, you know, like one of those, all the good stuff can also be a whirlwind. Oh. And so I'm like, Christmas, did we do that this year? <laughs> Did I have a tree? <laughs> so with the New Year's resolutions, and I'm going off topic here, yeah. but uh, I didn't even think about that. We haven't we haven't had a chance to talk about that. Are you seeing a big influx of, of folks coming in and with that determination that we want to try and keep them? Happy? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know, I think, yes, we see, we see new folks. We see folks that come more sporadically that suddenly get into a really consistent pattern. And then you also see that, you know, the first week of January was like intense. And then the second week, it, you know, it's the waning self-discipline of those type of things. But I have been super impressed and would just put it out as a kudos to the community. Even when it was negative 25 degrees, 5 a.m. cycling was full. Wow. So process that. That many people figured out how to open their garage door, <laughs> shovel their way out, you know, put those layers of clothes to get there, ice skate across our parking lot, and come to class. So while, you know, we always know the pattern that people are going to be really gung-ho for the first couple weeks of January and then fall off, I become more and more impressed each year how it's not such a huge peak and then drop off that we're seeing folks that maybe they're picking up one extra day or they're just finding their timing in terms of maybe that's not the class, but I could do this every day. Yeah. And uh, what we like to see is not huge promises to yourself that you can't sustain, but really what's a lifestyle choice and, and how do we do that? Experimentation. I right. mean, that's basically what you were talking about right there. It's something that I didn't really think about when I went uh, back into the gym years ago. It's been way too long since I've been there. <laughs> but, I mean, I went down. I had this whole new level of uh, of commitment. And so I purchased this big uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's encyclopedia of uh -huh. bodybuilding. You know, it's kind of a very thorough book. It's amazingly informative. It's huge. Uh, the man knows his stuff. And and I found out that no matter how much protein I drink, no matter how many times I go to the gym, mm -hmm. I could just not get any bigger right. than probably 155 pounds. It was lean. Right. It was cut. Right. But boy, I just I had so much trouble putting on the size. Mm -hmm. And so I would experiment with this and that and kind of play around. And so later on, I just kind of thought, well, why bother? Mm -hmm. And now... You know, I hit about 40 years old and a uh, different kind of weight started. 
I can put the weight you on now. You can bulk up now. I can do it now. <laughs> Boy, I'm here to tell you. And uh, my clothes can tell you a story about uh, little buttons that try really sure. hard to hang on. Well, and you know, what you see at the Y is not all the bodybuilders necessarily, even though we have some. Yeah. What we see is folks that you would look and you'd say, oh, that person's probably in their mid-60s and pretty fit. And then you find out they're 85. Oh, wow. And what they have in common is they have not been hardcore. You know, they're not running 20 miles a day or, or pressing some massive amount of weight. What they're doing is consistently exercising. And that's going to, you know, the the stretch and balance classes. It's yeah. it's doing some strength training. And like I said, what you see is folks who still appear to be young and vital because they have been consistent, not necessarily hardcore. Exactly. <laughs> so I remind myself, I'm like, if I just get here and I do something, I am um, that many steps ahead in terms of that the natural aging process. Now, how many, I know that there's like a certain amount of days and it is different for everybody, but there's a certain amount of days that it takes to really develop a habit. Right, um, right. I can't remember how long that was, if it was a couple of weeks or a month. Or, yeah, I want to say it's like in that 30 day kind of. Yeah. But if you really stick with it, mm-hmm. make sure you get down there. And like you said, you don't have to get down there and get all hardcore and crazy and be sore for the rest of the week. Go down there, 15, 20 minutes of activity, mm-hmm. develop that habit of getting up in the morning, heading right. down to the Y and, and doing something. Yeah. And it takes you out of that all or nothing mentality. So just yes. like you said, you don't have to be sore for days because then you won't come back. In the same way with nutrition, we really preach at the Y. You don't want to have a starvation, super limited diet because then what are you going to do? You're going to overeat. Yes. <laughs> it's all or nothing. And so I think uh, what we see the most success and and the people I look up to in terms of like, man, I want to be like them at that age are the ones that are have have found a way to get out of that all or nothing. And it's just some yeah. all the time, yeah. some good habit all the time. I'm actually really glad we got on this conversation because I think that may be one of the challenges for folks as they start something because... Like me, they think, well, if I'm going to do it, I'm all in. You know, I'm going <laughs> to sure. commit myself to this. And then they burn out so quickly because of that. Right. And and suddenly they don't like going or or mm-hmm. now it's become a chore when it, it didn't have to be that way. If right. it's just that consistent mm-hmm. activity is all that's really needed. Yeah. And you can stay healthy throughout the entire year. Absolutely. So new commitments. I'm proud of each and every one of you who've taken that <laughs> stance. Thank yes. you. You're doing it for me. <laughs> uh, let's. Uh, you've got some construction projects that are ongoing. Can you remind us what the Y is improving on down there? Sure. So long scope of the Y, we opened that aquatic center in 2020. Um, so we added 30% onto our building, new pools, new locker rooms, And since then, we have been fundraising and doing construction to renovate the old pools, the old locker rooms, and uh, 
just this Monday, we have very quietly, so now it's a little less quiet because I'm on the radio, <laughs> yeah. but we have just quietly uh, opened our new weight room and cardio rooms where the old pools were. So we're still in construction. Um, you know, I, I can't see the end in sight yet, Yeah. but uh, we have some paths so folks can go in and enjoy uh, those areas. And we've heard awesome feedback. You know, I, I love our members because they're like, ah, I think we need to move this bench a little bit this way or, or this set. And we didn't bolt anything down because we know we have to live in it yeah. <laughs> to know where everything's going to settle. But our members have been um, so kind and excited in terms of, it's a beautiful space. It has high ceilings because it was the pool area. And um, it's just really great open concept for safety. And so we can get a lot more cardio equipment and visual view, um, all those type of things. And then in the next uh, few weeks, we'll open up our new cycling room and we have an aerobic studio. And then we'll start um, moving kids and uh, continue construction and get all of our senior fitness areas uh, remodeled. And it's, it's just so exciting and, and, and so exhausting and it's good <laughs> stuff. <laughs> and uh, you can come down today and just see that progress. And I love it because some members are like, when did this happen? <laughs> yeah. and I was like, this is all that's been happening. <laughs> but it's been so fun to be able to share it finally. And, you know, to an extent, having, you know, old members come in and say, holy cow, when did all this take place? That's kind of a, a compliment as well that, well, I didn't interrupt your day-to-day activity so much that you walked around the Y thinking, when is this going to be finished? You yeah, know? yeah. Which is really nice because the Y has continued to operate while mm-hmm. these major construction projects were actually going on. Oh, and these yeah. weren't small, were they? No, I mean, no. these were serious construction projects. Yeah. And like serious shout out for the aquatic center, we were closed one Sunday. So for about four hours, we were closed as a building. For this, we did not close anything. We didn't even close the weight room for a day as we moved the things out. And so huge shout out shout out to Desiree Pierce, our senior director of operations, and Jen Kovlo, our health and well-being director, because they just quietly, well, I don't know how quiet they actually <laughs> ended up, but they spent their weekend, I mean, incredible, like 12-hour long days getting uh. everything moved so that members didn't come in on a Sunday when it's super cold weather and be like, great, I can't even use the yeah. weight room because of construction. So that was a huge pledge that we did not want to interrupt services. And I, I can't believe they did it. They, they pulled it <laughs> off and pulled it off very well. Yes. All right. Now, uh, switching gears, uh, can you tell me a little bit about the Faith Scholarship? This is something that you and I covered uh, mm-hmm. the last time that we talked uh, but uh, there is something that you wanted to let folks know about this Yeah, yeah. So this is a, a scholarship for seniors in high school. Um, it's a really simple one. You don't need a certain GPA or ACT score um, to receive it. You just need to attend a church 10 times and have someone sign off from that church. You need to attend at least two different churches so you get a sense of another faith perspective. And... You don't have to use it. It's a $1,000 scholarship. You don't have to attend a school full-time or trade school full-time. And that's what I wanted to mention. Say you don't even think college is maybe your your path. 
still apply because once you get that $1,000 check, it can be used for one class. Yeah. So maybe it's a one credit hour, you know, uh, class out at the college. So you're like, I don't think my track is going to college, but I've always wanted to take a ceramics class. Yeah. Uh, I think this is an awesome way to give students too, who may not even see that as their track, a taste of college or, or a trade school. Um, and these, these funds can cover that. And it's the idea. One thing that, you know, generationally we've kind of tried to change a little bit with our children, or at mm-hmm. least uh, I really worked on it. You don't need to know what you're going to do right now. Right. You know, you're 18 years old, you're in college. I want you to kind of explore other options. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's trades and professions out there you didn't even know that you could be a part of, or you didn't even know existed. And all of a sudden you find a new passion and follow that route. You know, oh, yeah. you don't have to go in there thinking that this is, this is set out for me and that's that. Mm-hmm. And so this is a great opportunity to get some money, learn a little bit about right. some religions and learn a little bit about maybe a different profession. Right. But like you said, maybe ceramics, maybe, <laughs> right. maybe take a photography class. Who knows? Sure, sure. And, and to just recognize that I think college, just like a Y class, it's not just one path. Yeah. You can, you can find something that's in your wheelhouse, no matter what. And maybe that's, it's going towards a certification in terms of something, a real technical skill, or maybe it's just, I don't know. I've never uh, messed around with the camera before. Maybe this is yeah. my route to college. Never done any underwater basket weaving before. <laughs> All right. When we come back, we're going to talk about some upcoming activity registrations with the Sheridan County YMCA. This is Public Pulse on 930 KROE 103.9 FM. Sheridan. to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, Sheridan Speedway, Sheridan Motorsports Association is receiving these funds per random drawing. Could your organization be next? We're giving $1,000 to a qualified nonprofit organization every week. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment, member FDIC. You know, back in the day, eggs and toilet paper were so plentiful that we used to throw them at the homes of our enemies. And the same goes today for your 4 before side-by-side and snowmobile. They're no longer able to be tuned up by you or fixed by you. And if you do do it, you won't do it right. Enter Hando's Service Center, where if you can't get your machine into the shop, Joel will come and get it, fix it up, tune it up, and bring it back easy-peasy, non-greasy. Hando Service Center on Sheridan's Heartland Drive. This is Christy at Buffalo Realty, and I would like to tell you about this beautiful country home just a few minutes from Claremont, Wyoming, on over eight acres and features exquisite views. The main level has kitchen, dining, living room, and a breakfast nook, covered patio, and striking landscaping. The upper level has two bedrooms and a full bath, laundry, and office. Interested? Call me, Christy Kinghorn, at Buffalo Realty, connecting people with property. 
Find Atlas Chiropractic at their new location, 41 East Burkett. They're still offering the same great service to all new and existing patients. If you have aches and pains or debilitating back or shoulder conditions, call Dr. Colin Hardy, 672-6000. He can alleviate your pain, reduce your physical stress, and boost and maintain your immune system function. With each adjustment, your central nervous system is supported and strengthened. Call Dr. Hardy, 672-6000. Schedule your appointment with the top chiropractic clinic in Sheridan, Atlas Chiropractic, now at 41 East Burkett. This is Dr. Colin Hardy with Atlas Chiropractic. Be sure to ask us about our new patient specials. Take the first step to a better you. Call 672-6000. That's 672-6000. Your healing begins when you pick up the phone. Are you feeling the squeeze of inflation? Then enter our gas and grocery grab on SheridanMedia.com. Hi, this is Ryan Franklin with ERA Carroll Realty, inviting you to enter once each day through February 2nd. On February 3rd, we'll have a random drawing where one lucky winner will get a $200 gift card to Albertsons and a $200 gift card to the Holiday Station stores. So good luck from all of us here at ERA Care Realty. We're more than just real estate. We're about family, friendship, and community. And welcome back to Public Pulse, brought to you by our friends out there at First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whiting. I'm speaking with Liz Cassidy, the executive director of the Sheridan County YMCA. Now, Liz and I often speak about the benefits of summer camps for kids. A summer camp is a safe environment for children to develop their social skills, decision-making skills, and experience the great outdoors learning skills that will travel with them throughout the rest of their life. Liz, these are great things for kids. You guys have a wide variety of camps that that children can take part in. When is all this going to start? Yeah, so, you know, a little like construction, it's started so hardcore in our world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll be getting out at the end of February the the listings. So this okay. is like your toy catalog of summer camps. <laughs> and so we'll have that out. And then camp registration will start in April. So we'll have, we kind of stagger it because there's so many camps. So like members can register for like the sports, the the specialty, the science camps, you know, your Dungeons and Dragons or yeah. your, those kind of camps on April 1st. And then our non-members uh, have to wait a few days um, and then the same, um, our members will sign up for the resident camp. So that's up at Camp Roberts, up in the Bighorn Mountains, right, yeah. where you spend the week. So you get your bunk bed and you get to experience the being away from home. And our traditional day camp, our Thunderbird camp, where you go up to Story, um, you do all of those, you know, like archery and and pellet guns and all those camp type of stuff. things. Yeah. All of that sign-up will be April 15th. So we'll uh, be able to stagger some of that. And uh, for parents, it gives them some time. They can look at the camps. Um, I know a lot of families that even just set up, like, this is our savings account for the summer, and they put in those funds so that they are ready for camp sign-up. Oh, wow. Um, I know other families that will look at the price of camps and be like, there's no way. And we always uh, try to spread the word far and wide. Do not let that hinder you. We have scholarship dollars available to ensure every kid is at camp. 
And so and that, that can mean multiple weeks, not just a one and done. Which I absolutely love. Uh, mm-hmm. That's uh, what was it called? And, and correct me if I'm wrong. Give my mm-hmm. give your heart to a child. You got it. Uh, I love that scholarship <laughs> program. Every mm-hmm. year, you and your team do an amazing job. Um, I I'm not sure if you and I covered whether or not you guys hit your goal this year. We did. Fantastic. We surpassed our goal, and it's been awesome because every day there's a new opportunity. That I'm like, it makes it so easy for us to be like, don't let money be an issue. Yeah, let's figure it out. And I mean, I. Um, I say that constantly and it's just, so those who gave, thank you, because it makes it so easy to say, yes, there's, there's always room, um, for a kiddo in a program or a family in the Y. And fantastic job, Sheridan. Um, it's always great to hear about all the individuals out there who are so generous, you know, because things like this could change a kid's life. Um, I mean, really put them on a different trajectory for for the rest of their lives and camp can have that kind of impact um mm-hmm. i didn't take part in like summer camps at a y or an organized summer camp but i can tell you uh my uncle was a range rider and every year we were thrown into the mm-hmm. mountains and this is what you get to do and it was great i mean those memories and those experiences and the things that i learned up there oh yeah i, I couldn't have learned anywhere else just know? how much Growth. I mean, kids come back from the end of the summer taller. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> none of their pants fit right. But also that unplugged growth. Yes. Chances to not be in front of a TV or a tablet or anything like that. It just grows kids in their spirit and in their sense of wonder and in ways that, I mean, I can't even quantify because you'll just see a kid at the end of the summer and you're like, Something's changed, and I I love uh, the fact that we have that type of impact on kids. Character, yeah, really builds that character and and presents challenges. Oh yeah, that they can't overcome. Uh, you know, on that day to day back in school mm-hmm. type of situation. This is totally different. And as I, you know, the skills that you learn from camp, right? Social skills, you know, because I can remember one year you brought up the fact that you are going to meet people at camp that you wouldn't have talked to in school. Exactly. It's going to be a different situation, you know. And and I like to, I like to put it in like that basic training situation where it's like <laughs> we got to depend on each other to survive here, man. That's All right. right. We got to either team up or we're both out of this. Right. So right. I, that's what that does. It presents it. it oh, yeah. Presents that challenge, and those kids come together, mm-hmm. and it's great to see. So friendships are formed, skills are learned, character is built. And so I always appreciate you guys. And I love the fact that there's more than just one type of camp. Yeah. Uh, And I know I'm droning on about this a little bit, but the fact of the matter is D&D camp is one of the (laughs) coolest ideas I think I've ever heard. You know, when I was a kid, 1985, Mm -hmm. I think 86, they came out with like a back to school special that talked about how D&D was going to be the downfall of all society. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. It was insane. But this game is so stinking fun. And, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people are like, well, the nerds play it. Well, okay, fine. That's We didn't mind that, but we played the heck out of it. Oh, I yeah. It. And and those nerds are our Y kids. That's right. And they should feel belonging in the camps. And it was fun to see kids. I'm like, I haven't seen you in a camp. But that drew them out. And I think then it were successful. How do you draw out 
all the different kids. And so like two of the camps that are new this year, one is going to be called, I think, Lemonade Stand. And it's the whole like entrepreneur, like let's start a business. Let's walk through all the steps. And so it's skill building in a totally different That's route. And another one is, I think it's called Crosswalk Art. And so we have um, one of our favorite local artists, Ashley Cooper, who's like, let's take the crosswalks leading into the Y in our parking lot and let's like kidify them. Like let's get art on those. And so they will plan like a, it's kind of like a group mural, but on the crosswalk. And we just love that the Y, I mean, we can say the YMCA is for everybody. It's for kids and families and, you know, like, but at the end of the day, those visual signs, our, our pillars coming in are also uh, painted murals from a camp. Um, we have our Anukshut statues of like the, the mother and child made out of uh, rocks and the Y. We just try to give you visuals all the way through. Like if you're looking to avoid children, you're in the wrong building <laughs> <laughs> because this is truly community. And so I'm so excited that these kids get to have that legacy in our parking lot. And she's like, let's paint the crosswalks. So it's just so fun to to connect the right people with the the right like I think this would be awesome with a group of kids who are like are you serious we get a paint like on a street? Oh yeah. <laughs> and I'm not I mean we'll block it off I right, think. Right, right. <laughs> Pretty sure. Pretty sure that's in the Game plan. on. All right. So uh, just real quick, I've run out of time with you, but I do want to get this out there. When are spring soccer signups going to begin? Yeah. February 15th, you can start signing up for soccer with the snow still on the ground, and that will go through March, and we'll start right after spring break. Fantastic. Liz, I want to thank you for coming in this morning. It's always a pleasure seeing you, my friend. Thank you. All right. When we come back, we're going to speak with Take 3 about their upcoming performance at the Y.O. Theater. This is Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM Sheridan. First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, Sheridan Speedway, Sheridan Motorsports Association is receiving these funds per random drawing. Could your organization be next? We're giving $1,000 to a qualified nonprofit organization every week. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment. Member FDIC. Champion Funeral Home is dedicated to providing compassionate and personalized service to your families. They provide support, personable care, and affordable prices to Sheridan and Johnson County and surrounding areas. Champion Funeral Home has been family-owned and operated since 1911. They will comfort you in your time of need and provide your family with a meaningful tribute to your loved one. Contact Champion Funeral Home at championfh.com or call 674-6369. Face it, you don't want to do your own plumbing and heating work or repair. You need a professional, and that is exactly what you will get if you work with Wrap Plumbing and Heating. Being fully licensed, bonded, and insured, you can rest assured that they will take care of your repairs and maintenance in the very best way possible. Call Wrap Plumbing and Heating at 429-1196 and rest easy knowing it'll be done right. This is Dan Rapp with Wrap Plumbing and Heating. And as we like to say, if you find a leak, let me take a peek. 
Wyoming Corporate Office is the trusted business choice behind thousands of businesses. Whether it's business formation, payroll, corporate paperwork, mail scanning service, or small business phone service, Wyoming Corporate Office powers over 100,000 businesses worldwide and locally. This makes Wyoming Corporate Office the state's largest business-to-business service provider located right here in Sheridan, Wyoming. If you're drowning in corporate paperwork looking for someone with an unmatched experience that cares and wants to be your partner in making your business successful, trust that Wyoming Corporate Office can help you focus on what makes your business tick. Learn more today by visiting wyomingcorporateoffice.com. Hi, this is Jill Bates with The Best Team. We hope your new year is off to a great start. Ours is going great, and we're ready to get to work for you. We've closed most of our listings, and we're ready to do a full-court press to help you get your property listed and sold. Our team has the knowledge, experience, and focus to get your home closed on your terms. Give us a call today, 675-BEST, that's 675-BEST, or go online at bestwy.net. Make it a great day. Proudly brokered by eXp. Hi, this is Dan Marshall at Captain Clean, and we offer free HVAC cleaning estimates. According to the U.S. Department of Energy, 25 to 40 percent of the energy used for heating or cooling a home is wasted. Contaminants in your HVAC system cause it to work harder and shorten the life of your system. Call for your free estimate and start saving money today by making your system more cost-effective and reducing how hard it has to work to maintain your home's temperature. Captain Clean, 672-0726. Affordable choices for healthy living. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, brought to you by our friends out there at First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whiting. Take three is a trio that brings the refinement of a rigorously trained classical music background and infuses it with rock and pop musical genres, a little bit of rock star charisma, and some comedic stories. For the second part of our show this morning, I am honored to have the founder of Take Three, Lindsay Deutsch. Good morning, Lindsay, and thank you so much for being on the show with us. Hey there, how are you? Thanks for having me on. Now, uh, this is a very unique band, I guess you could, or trio. You know what? You're making me sound so cool. Can I be a band? Is that okay? <laughs> I hope so, yeah. We'll call it a band. <laughs> so I grew up as a complete classical music nerd, and I literally came out of the womb and my parents threw a violin, a tiny violin, in my hands, and they forced me to practice Bach and Brahms and Beethoven for five hours every single day. And I love that music. It's close to my heart. I'm very passionate about it. But when I graduated college, I realized that not everybody is passionate about it. And it was really hard to get an audience into the hall to hear me play that music. And so I thought, well, do I want to go back to school and become an orthodontist or something? Or do I want to figure out how to make this work? So I put on my business cap and I thought of my talents like a product. And I thought, well, what do people want? And how can I kind of morph my skills into something that's sellable? And Take Three was born and I haven't looked back since, and I'm working 330 days of the year, and I am having the time of my life playing this stuff. That is fantastic. Lindsay, you say the violin was in your hand the moment you drew breath. Could you? T- what did your parents do uh, in their professions? Were they musical people as well? That's a great question. Yes, they were both musically inclined. My mom was a piano teacher for her entire career, 
And my dad was a trumpeter just for fun. He was an engineer. But, you know, I think it really takes that parental involvement when you think of all of the hours and all of the commitment and all the driving to lessons and all of the financial responsibility. They really had to know what it takes. And it's the kind of thing, and I can't think of many professions like music, where you kind of have to know right away. Like by the time you're five, you have to know, hey, I want to be a classical musician. I want to be a violinist. I want to be a pianist. Because once you hit, I mean, this sounds crazy, but once you hit like 10 years old, it's like you're over the hill. It's too late. Just hang it up. So I'm so glad that they did know that, you know, this was something that I obviously showed talent for right away. And they saw that talent and they just did everything in their power. In fact, they moved the whole family from Houston, Texas, where I was born and raised, to Los Angeles, California, to study at a really amazing school there called the Colburn Conservatory. And without all that commitment, I'd probably be fixing your teeth right now. <laughs> now, looking back, uh, was since, since you've kind of been doing this literally your whole life, do you even remember the moment where you first truly fell in love with music? Man, you're... You're hitting all the amazing questions. I got to take you on the road. You're, you're <laughs> Thank so you. I appreciate you that. For a living. <laughs> so I'll never forget. Uh, I'm 38 years old right now, but I, I was two years old and I was eating Cheerios. And my mom kind of helps me remember this story. And I saw Itzhak Perlman on Sesame Street. And Itzhak Perlman is the most famous violinist living today. And um, unfortunately, he has, doesn't have use of his legs, so he comes on in a wheelchair. And he was playing the violin with Bert and Ernie, and there was something so powerful inside of me, and I just knew, like beyond a shadow of a doubt, as I was sitting there, I knew that I was meant to do that. And um, my parents recognized kind of that fire, because I think that that's rare. You know, a lot of people can spend their entire lives looking for what they want to do and what they're passionate about. Yeah. And to me, that's the whole purpose of life. You know, you, you, you're born, you got to find what lights fire within you. And a bonus, if you can make a few dollars doing it. Um, <clears throat> and so to have found that at two years old and then never lost sight. And there were some rough times where, you know, after college, when I wanted to be a completely classical musician, there were really rough times where the phone didn't ring and I didn't know if I would be able to make money doing this. And so now I just appreciate every single show that comes my way, every concert. I give 110% because I remember that worry in that time where I wasn't able to do what I loved. Yeah. You know, when I think back on, on like my own experiences, I don't play anything, mm -hmm. but, uh, Antonio Vivaldi uh, struck a chord with me, no pun intended, uh, a, a long time ago. And it was the long, drawn-out, I, I, I don't want to use the word whine, but like the, the tones of those strings mm -hmm. against the bow, just long, drawn-out, like I could really hear and feel emotion in those. Do you remember any point... In your, in your many, many performances where hearing something like that 
almost seemed to transcend sound where it was just more emotion going through you than anything else. Or you is know, that frequent? I did have a moment like that. I had a moment like that, and I'll tell you when it was. Actually, my first experience playing crossover music, um, I was in Saudi Arabia, and it was my first show with Yanni. I toured with Yanni. I don't know if you know him. I do, but I he's do. he's a very famous... Okay, you do, good. Uh, he's a Greek pianist and composer, and he had called me out of the blue, fresh out of school, and said that he found me on YouTube, and he knows that I only play classical music, but he just had a feeling that I would be perfect for his band, which is not classical music. And so I show up for this audition slash concert, and uh, it was going to be like a three-week tour of Saudi Arabia, and it's my first show, and I'm hooked up to all these wires, which I had never needed in classical music. They put things in my ears, like I feel just fish out of water, totally green. And I stand up. It's my very first solo of the show, and I'm so nervous. And I realize as soon as I start to play, my in-ear monitors, which are supposed to feed me the sound, are not working. I can't hear anything. And in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, my God, my career is started and finished in in the same instance. And I keep playing and I look at Yanni and he's smiling. And then I realize it's not that my in-ear monitors have gone out. It's the unbelievable cheering and screaming of oh, wow. 30,000 people, which I had never experienced. And wow. in that moment, it was so powerful. And I knew that purely classical music was not what I was meant to do. And I got on the, I got the job. I've been touring with him ever since. But I got on the plane to go home. I grabbed one of those tiny airplane napkins, and I wrote down my ideas for what would become Take Three. Oh, that's fantastic! Mm-hmm. I I can only imagine uh, thirty thousand people, you know, mm-hmm. screaming back at you. That amount of energy has got to just feel like a welcomed weight, but a weight. It just that that pressure. It's got to be amazing. Uh, and, and speaking of pressure, throughout your musical career, throughout your musical training, uh, you know, there's there's so much pressure during that training period. Was there ever a point where where you sat back and you said, you know, this challenge is one that I've really got to get over this hurdle. And what would that challenge have been during that training period? Now, I think that you, are you going to be my new therapist? (laughs) I'm really trying. (laughs) It's like you're hitting all those chords, man. If I cry, just keep going. No, you know, it was so hard and I did have so many hurdles. Um, And in college, there was a point where I had so much anxiety because there's so much pressure in classical music to be perfect all the time. And for me, I feel first that I'm an entertainer and second that I'm a violinist. So this idea of just standing still and not moving and not emoting and the only goal being to play this really, really difficult music perfectly all the time, every day, it was not fitting with my personality. And there was friction there. And there was a time where I actually took time off from school because the conservatory atmosphere is so stressful. 
and everyone's vying to be the best, and there's so few spots and so many great talents. I needed to take time away, and I did come back to, to classical music and finished a few degrees at the Colburn School, but I think that was the first sign that I was not going to continue full-time in that genre of music. So, yeah, I had some struggle for sure. So when you... What year did you form Take Three? I, it's been around for now six years, and I started it with like-minded musicians who also didn't fit in with the model of classical music. So it was a difficult group to form because I did need classically trained musicians, but the thing about classically trained musicians so many of them ha- are so boring. <laughs> you know, they, they, um, that's the way that we're trained. And our charisma is kind of beaten out of us from small children. So I needed to find people that had those chops that, you know, play so well, but that understand how to rock and roll and how to be jazzy and how to swing eighth notes and how to feel and how to entertain. And so that was not easy to find Two other musicians who also felt the same way as I did about classic, about you know merging classics with pop, but I did it, and we have not looked back, and we have become so close. We become family because we tour together day in and day out on the road. We face everything together, and to be traveling with family members on the road is very special. So we formed quite a bond, and uh, having a blast doing it. And when you were sitting down together, was it the band, the trio, the three of you sat down and said, you know what, we're going to arrange this music, or or did you come prepared, um, basically saying, okay, okay, guys, uh, I'm, I've picked this genre, or I've picked this specific performer? So I came to it already knowing what we would play, already understanding the genre, already having composed Um, a lot of our very first songs, and I knew what I wanted this product or this um, musical group to sound like and be like, and I knew how I wanted to market it. So I had all those beginning ideas, and then I could present that to fellow musicians and say, hey, does this resonate with you? Do you think that you would enjoy doing something like this? Do you want to sight read through some of these arrangements with me? Do you want to schedule a house concert in your mother's you know, basement and invite some friends over and see if people like this, see if there's something here? And that's how we started, just playing free concerts for family and friends and seeing the reactions, seeing if it was touching people. Because at the end of the day, the most important thing when we play a concert, that concert needs to stick with them or else they're not going to come back the next time and we won't be invited back. So we aim to give a musical experience that is just life-changing and life-affirming, and um, I hope we do that at least some of the time. Now, Take 3 will perform at the Y.O. Theater beginning at 7 p.m. on Friday, February 10th. Uh, Lindsay, when you take the stage up there, is there going to be anything specific you'll share in regards to, are you uh, willing to share right now with what genres and songs you're going to perform for us when you hit the Y.O.? Oh, yeah. 
Uh, we're going to do everything from Neil Diamond, America, to Game of Thrones, Pirates of the Caribbean, Billy Joel, Beach Boys, Miserloo. Um, we have a little fun thing for everybody, from oldies to classics. And kind of what we've been known for is combining classical tunes like Vivaldi with famous pop songs. So we mash it up. It's going to be a great show. I can't wait to see you guys there. Now, if, uh, you know, you and I still have a little bit of time left. So if an aspiring musician is listening to the show right now and you wanted to tell them one thing, what would that be? It would be this, and this is really important. Music as a career should be something that you do only if it's the only thing you can do. If you breathe, eat, sleep, everything in your blood and veins is music, and you can't imagine doing anything else because you love it that much, then music is right for you. Because there's going to be so many ups and downs, there's going to be so many hurdles, and if it's not your lifeblood, you're going to give up. And this business, it takes longevity, and it takes uh, determination, and um for me, it was the only thing that I could see myself doing. It was part of my soul. And so when things hit me down, I just came back because I knew that this was it for me. So that's what I, the advice I'd give. And so would you say that it was really the persistence in your heart that drove you uh, to get over those hurdles? And do you still use that as, as your force? Oh, for sure. I mean, every day... You know, when, when you, you care about something so much, like my career is everything for me. It's my number one priority in my life. And so when you care about something so much, even small setbacks can really be so powerful. And so daily I have to keep reminding myself, you know what? It's just another problem to solve. It's just another uh, bump in the road, and I will get past it. But there's always so many moving parts when you're dealing with uh, performing daily in a new place with, you know, a new sound people, new light people, putting on a new show every single day um, is difficult. And, you know, getting all the details of a tour figured out. Um, so, yeah, I've, I, I'm so glad that Take 3 is going so well. It's kind of got this little snowball rolling, so I know it's got some momentum. But I'm having the time of my life. That's fantastic. Once again, Take 3 is going to perform at the Y.O. Theater beginning at 7 p.m. on Friday, February 10th. You can get your tickets right now, wyotheater.com. Lindsay, thank you so much for giving us your time this morning. I greatly appreciate it, and it was fantastic learning about your passion. Thank you. You're awesome. Thanks for having me. You've been listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM.
Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, Sheridan Speedway, Sheridan Motorsports Association is receiving these funds per random drawing. Could your organization be next? We're giving $1,000 to a qualified nonprofit organization every week. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment, member FDIC. Delicious McDonald's deals are now more fun, more accessible, and better than ever through the McDonald's mobile app. The app is now the only place you can earn My McDonald's reward points on every McDelivery order. Plus, you can get those free McDonald's rewards you earn delivered, too. Just order, relax, and enjoy. McDonald's will bring your faves to you. Just go to the Google Play or Apple App Store and download the new McDonald's mobile app and start saving. Download it now. McDonald's, Sheridan, Buffalo, and Gillette. The Wyo Theater stage will ignite February 10th at 7 p.m. with the genre-defying musical trio, Take Three. Born out of the practice rooms of the top conservatories, Take Three lives at the intersection where pop rock and classical fusion collide. Their flair for the wild and unexpected give them an unmistakable style that is infectious to their audiences. This is definitely one you won't want to miss. Take three at the Wyo, Friday, February 10th at 7 p.m. Get your tickets today at the Wyo Theater box office or online at wyotheater.com. Do you ever use words that you don't know the meaning of just to make yourself sound more photosynthesis? Well, at the Health Nut, you don't have to sound all that smart to feel better about yourself. You can do that at the Healthy Soup, Salad, Sandwich, and Smoothie Bar. And aisle after aisle of healthy supplements to keep you sharp as a centroid. In an organic grocery store that is just as smart. The Health Nut on Sheridan's 5th Street, where you will always leave feeling calculus. It's Thursday and a new month, which means we have some fresh items for you this week over on Hot Buys on SheridanMedia.com. Certificates and more, all from local retailers, all starting at half off of retail value. This week, we have $25, $50, and $100 gift certificates from Midland Market, as well as $25 and $50 gift certificates from Ledoux Saloon and Steakhouse. We have those items and a bunch more over on Hot Buys on SheridanMedia.com. Bidding is easy. Just go to the website, click on the Hot Buys banner, find the items you're looking for, and place your bids. Hurry, though. Bidding ends tonight at 8 p.m. From the Wyoming Corporate Office Studio on 103.9 FM and News Talk 930. K-R-O-B.